All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Who That Kiss podcast for the fourth installment. We've uh, we've done Nader, we've done John, we've done Chris, and uh, now we're going to have on Ralph Marlboro and Andrew Druge from the Saints Happy Hour podcast, and it's going to be a uh, it's going to be an interesting one to do. Uh, it'll be short, succinct, to the point, and we'll have a lot of fun getting their opinions on their top five most hated teams that are out there, and maybe the one team that they kind of cheer for. That's not this, that's not the Saints. Uh, we're hoping Justin's going to be able to patch in as well. And, uh, yeah, man, keep it simple. Have some fun, Saints fan, and enjoy the podcast. We'll be back shortly with those two. Andrew, do you hear the storm in the background? <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to the Who That Kiss podcast. There is a storm uh, basically entrenching Ralph, so if Ralph has to cut out or dips out, we understand exactly what's going on. Welcome to the podcast, boys. Yeah, thanks for having us. No, thanks for having us, yeah. It's uh, a, lot of, a lot of severe severe weather in Houston all of a sudden, uh, which is fun. That's never fun. Um, <laughs> I, I don't envy, I don't envy that at all. So uh, speaking of bad storms, let's talk about the bad teams in the NFL that we actually dislike. Um, basically, I'm gonna let you guys kind of talk on and uh, give me a breakdown of your your top five most hated teams uh, in the NFL. So we'll start at number five. I didn't do. I didn't do five. I just did three. Okay. <laughs> I just want to talk about it. All right. So I guess if I had to like five, I would put like Seattle at five. Okay. Because like, like they just the playoff wins, the beast quake, like Pete Carroll's a, Pete Carroll's a 9-11 truther. Like I hate, like they're hating, their fans are weird too. Um, the 12s, they're like a, they're like a cult, but they're not like a fun kind of like let's make let's laugh at them cult they're like a weird kind of creepy like want to sell your ad, uh, advocate cult so uh, <laughs> I put Seattle 5 what about you Andrew oh so I gotta go back to front I gotta start with 5 yeah um okay uh well first of all I wanna say I wanna apologize Ralph he um he was on fire last night on our show. He, <laughs> he had one of his best shows ever with us, and it's kind of like it's like a comet that you see once in your life. So <laughs> I apologize in advance, that, you know, Ralph. You know, he, he's already he, he's, he's used his lifeline. Burn that car. Yeah, that's right. So, I won't be good. I will not good at podcasting until twenty twenty one. Well, you you I, I heard I heard all the samples. The samples were pretty good in the show yesterday, so it was pretty good. I, I tuned in. I heard it. So mm. <laughs> nice. Um, I'll go five, and I'm sure that some fans uh, would expect this to be higher. Uh, I'll go Cowboys, um, you know, just because of the rivalry. Okay. And the fans are brutal. They have awful fans. Yeah, the fans are brutal, and I just feel, well, for me, it's, it's personal, because when I went to high school, half my high school was Cowboys. Not always really pissed yeah. me off. But, you know, it, it was in Cummington, Louisiana, an hour from New Orleans. And I would just be like, how can you guys root for the Cowboys when the Saints are an hour away? <laughs> and, you know, they would always say, well, the Saints suck. They're losers. Why would I root for the Saints? That was the response. And I, I was always so lame and just terrible to me 
me that fans, that people from Louisiana would root for the Cowboys, and that's completely changed now that the Saints are a good team, and obviously you don't see Cowboys fans coming to Louisiana anymore. Yeah. But back then, I just remember that really stinging me. Cool. Okay, so Andrew, who's your number four? Uh, number four... Yeah, so I'm going to go back to the old NFC West days, uh, 49ers. Um, you know, they used to be higher on this list. Um, but for me, um, they've kind of dropped off just simply because they're not in the division anymore. There's a lot of bad memories there. So yeah. I probably should have put them higher, but I'll go Niners. Yeah, what about yeah. You? I see. I had the Niners way. I had the Niners way higher. I'm still fucking bitter about a lot of things with the Niners. <laughs> I'm not and the thing about, I'll get to why the Niners are, are higher on my list when we get to that, but my four was the Rams. If you want to put four, Rams, man. Man, the Rams, the no-call, they don't have any fans, really. They're back in L.A. At least when St. Louis, at least when they were in St. Louis, they had people that cared about them. Now they literally have no fans. They're going to have a, a brand new stadium. It's going to be half-filled by the but probably what by like 2022 they've destroyed their cap which is enjoyable <laughs> and i think they're going to struggle for a while and they have the dude that's like 12 and coach so they're easy to hate uh and it's just fun 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 to hate watch jared golf because you know he's not any good and they paid him too much money and he's gonna sink them <laughs> so i love to hate i love to hate watch them and i hate them you just convinced me uh, the rams are not on my list and I have decided to move the Cowboys out. I'm going to put the Niners at five, and I'm going to move the Rams up to four. <laughs> so the Cowboys have been pushed off. That's the most disrespectful thing you could do. Yeah. They're, not, they're not even on your top five list. That's awesome. See, for me, I always find the Rams to be a little bit confusing because I always felt like me watching the Saints, you know, anytime past 2000, most of my memories of the Rams are us beating them. Like I don't, I don't remember a whole lot of losses against the Rams, even when they were in St. Louis. Like we had a couple of bad ones when we we were playing well and we played them, and they'd sneak a win out on us. But I felt like we we always beat them. The no call, I don't put that on the Rams. I put that on those Los Angeles officials. But um, anyways, yeah. Uh, number three, Ralph. What do you got? Three. I got Minnesota. Fuck Minnesota Vikings <laughs> with a rusty nail. Listen, I don't. Have, the reason I don't have them higher, they've beaten us. They've beaten the Saints, you know, three to four, four times in the playoffs now. I guess yeah. the reason I don't have them higher is because no matter how many times they beat us in the playoffs, we have 2009 to hang over their heads forever, right? <laughs> and they they can beat the Saints in the playoffs every year till 2030. It'll never ease and fill the void in their soul from that Brett Favre interception. <laughs> so that's the reason they're lower on my list, just because of Brett Favre's interception and the 2009 NFC Championship. But I hate the Vikings. They tormented me when I was a child, and they're tormenting me again as an adult. So fuck them. Yeah, and I was at the game. I was at the Minneapolis Miracle, and I'll tell you right now, those fans, they're, they rival Dallas fans. Like, I got pushed by a guy... I brought nine of my friends down from Winnipeg. It's a six-hour drive, and they uh, they were rude as shit. They pushed my buddy who was tore his MCL. He was on crutches, and they pushed him in the stadium for wearing a Saints jersey. It just it was brutal. Yeah, they're not they're not great fans. I wish them ill. Um, Andrew, who do you got for number three? <laughs> uh, number three for me is the Panthers. I mean, I just 
can't stand Cam Newton, and you know he, he's really he's like the I would say besides like maybe Roddy White, and Vic, Michael Vick, like he, he's my least favorite player maybe ever. And for me, it dates back to his Auburn days, you know, when he beat up beat up on LSU, and I'm yeah. a big LSU fan too. And so Cam is just had this natural progression of being a thorn in my rooting side for a really long time. And so I would say it's, it's maybe even more than the team. It's, it's that one player specifically. <laughs> uh, but, you know, division rival, we play him twice a year. And I would say that you, besides Atlanta, I actually don't have Tampa on my list. And I know Ralph doesn't either. It's like, I don't know why, but Tampa's like the redheaded stepchild. It's just yeah. like no one really cares about Tampa. Non-threatening. Like whatever. Now, Non-threatening. Now they've changed with Brady and everything, but for me, for me, it's the Panthers with Brady. I, I have well, this. I have. Sorry, go ahead, Ralph. I was going to say the, the difference between me and Andrew with the Panthers is he really, really hates Cam Newton. I hate Cam Newton, but I love him also. Like I loved rooting against Cam Newton with his goofy ass clothes and in his weird press conference after games where he said things that didn't make any sense. Like, I really enjoyed the entire hating Cam Newton experience and the fact that the Saints swept them, including the playoffs in 2017, as sort of the last send-off for Cam Newton. I just don't hate him as much as Andrew does, but I respect that Andrew put them on the list. That's fair. Uh, There's two side notes. One, I can't wait for Tampa Bay to implode this year and not be good and for everybody to shut up. They're like, this year's Cleveland Browns. I just can't wait for that to happen because I don't think they're going to be good. They've got Grandpa Brady out there playing quarterback, and I, don't, I just don't see that working. Um, and number two, do you remember when Cam Newton got sacked in the Dome? It was, I think it was on third or fourth down by David Onyemata, that deep sack in the playoffs. That's one of my favorite yeah. Cam Newton memories, when he got absolutely crunched. Because David's from, from Manitoba, right? So it's pretty cool that that happened that way. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Anyways, uh, Andrew, what's your number two? Number two for me, and this is unique just to my life, um, is the Redskins, uh, and the reason for it is uh, you know, I grew I grew up in Europe, and so you know I was an American in Europe. My mom worked for the American Embassy, and I uh, went to American schools. And so all of the kids at my school were you know it's all diplomatic diplomatic kids. Um, so you know their parents are diplomats, and so they all come from D.C. Northern Virginia, and so every kid at my school was a Redskins fan and you have to remember this is like in my formative years of, of being a football fan so this is you know 87 88 like Dalton Hilliard was a big thing I just like football was exploding yeah. for me yeah. it was like this new tell, toy I discovered yeah and tell the people like people that listen to this podcast or our podcast they're, if they're under 30 like their whole experience of the Redskins is a clown show right yeah. top to bottom yeah. But when me and Andrew were kids, the Redskins were one of the dynasties, one of the great NFL teams in the 80s and early 90s. Like, the Redskins were... Yeah, they had, they had the Hogs, they had Marcus, yeah. you know, they had, they had some iconic players, and they were winning Super Bowls. So it's, it's not just that all these kids I was going to school with were Redskins fans, it's that the Redskins were dominant and winning <laughs> Super Bowls and in the mix. And so these kids, they were all so arrogant, and they were just... So they would boast about the prowess of their team. And for me, just the Saints, they weren't winning. And so, you know, I was kind of a laughing style. Oh, you're a Saints fan? Why would you want to root for the Saints? And so that that built up 
And then, again, this is in my formative years, so like this, this was uh, this has stuck with me. And so, you know, whenever the Saints aren't on, like let's say there's a bye week, you know, and I, I can watch any game, a lot of times I'll turn on the Redskins because I get like a visceral pleasure out of watching <laughs> the Bale. And every time there's a bad play in the game, I think back to all those fans and all those kids and how they must be feeling watching that game. And it gives me like a sick, demented pleasure. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's a unique, I think you're going to be the only one that has the Redskins on his list, so that's awesome. Um, yeah. Ralph, what do you got at number two? I had number two San Francisco. And the reason I had San Francisco this high is it's the flip side of why I had Minnesota lower, right? I had San Francisco number two because they own every single big moment over the Saints. Like, mm-hmm. Montana just owned the Saints, right? And they have 2011 over the Saints. Maybe the greatest Saints team ever, they didn't, even though they didn't win a Super Bowl. They have the Vernon Davis moment over the Saints. So I just hate them. There's nothing you can say or think about this, about San Francisco that brings me to even joy as a Saints fan. Like, oh, yeah, we got them that time in the playoffs. No, it's never fucking happened. <laughs> and they had Harbaugh, who was a giant douche. Yeah. Like, San Francisco. And their fans are just the worst. Like, they're, they're uppity. They, they don't know how to tailgate. They have a crummy stadium that they hate, which kind of I enjoy now that they, they hate that. They hate that their new stadium is out in the middle of nowhere, and they prefer the dump that was Candlestick Park because it was easier to get in and out of, yeah. uh, which is weird. But uh, so San Francisco's mine too. Yeah, they're, they're the West Coast fans are actually the worst type of fans there are because they're just bandwagon jumpers. They they're there for one week and then they're gone for the next four and then they show up and the team's doing well. I'm not a fan of West Coast team fans. Um, but anyways, yeah. Uh, number one, Ralph, who's your most hated? It's, uh, you guys probably have the same number one. I'm guessing. I mean, it's got to be Atlanta. Like, and the thing about the thing about the Falcons is. They they don't have any really fun people to hate anymore because Matt Ryan is so boring. You know, Julio Jones is fun. They, they don't. Ronnie White was really fun to hate. And back when me and Andrew were kids, like the Saints in Atlanta were both so awful that like a huge number of fans from New Orleans traveled to Atlanta and vice versa because it was their one chance to win games. Right. Yeah. So you would have fifteen twenty thousand people in each stadium, sometimes more when the Saints were good because they would just pack it Fulton County Stadium with 30, 40. But even Atlanta would have, you know, 10, 15, 20,000. And I'm still scarred from the 91 playoff game where Atlanta came in and beat the Saints in the dome in a playoff game. And they had like 10,000 Falcon fans there, I think. And they had MC Hammer and Evander Holyfield on the sideline. It really is a traumatic moment for my childhood. So Atlanta... Is no, they'll be number one forever. The good thing is, of course, we have the Lombardi Trophy and 28-3 to three to hold over their head, which makes it fun. Yes. But they still are number one on my list. Yeah. Andrew, is that the same for you? It is the same for me. And, uh, you know, it's kind of – I mean, I would say the most traumatic game in Saints history for me is, is the Rams game because, you know, that's really one play. It's the difference between a Super Bowl and not. So that's the most hurtful. But, you know, most people talk about the 49ers loss with Vernon Davis or these, these last two losses to Minnesota in the playoffs. Uh, to me, those don't compare to the pain and suffering of 91 when they lost to the Falcons. That game, 
I mean, I just think back about it, and it, it really does feel almost like a traumatic experience in my childhood, you know, that just brings back horrible memories. So, you know, it really started there. I mean, you know, I talked about Camden and how much I disliked him, but really Deion Sanders was the first player that I ever felt this, felt this way about. You know, that just the high step, he would get a pick six and he'd be high-stepping on the floor to Lee. And I just remember he was really the first player that I had this, these feelings towards where I just like I want him to fail like I don't I do not like him yeah. I actively root against him as a person uh, so, so Deion Sanders was like the first guy in my fandom that that really brought that out for me but I mean look the history and it, here's the thing about the 49ers the thing that's different for me than it is with Ralph is I always kind of respected the 49ers because I was resigned that the Saints just weren't good enough to be able to compete with them I, I felt like in my heart the Saints were never going to be better than the 49ers because they had Montana they had Rice they had Ronnie Watt and the Saints just didn't have those players and so I felt like every year like the Saints Super Bowl was being better than the Falcons like that was the, the measuring <laughs> stick because we couldn't compete for Super Bowl so like the Super Bowl for us just beat the Falcons if you can sweep them it's a successful season and so you know obviously things have changed with the success of the team now and, and goals are different. Uh, but I still look back at historically, you know, just the, the fan banter, uh, all of it. I, I just love that the rivalry. I think St. Falcons is the most underrated rivalry in pro sports. Totally. Yeah, it's really good. I do appreciate yeah, it. It is. And, and Bomani Jones put it great on our podcast, like why he's delayed the Saints. But Atlanta and the Saints, it's this, it's this weird... It, it's ramped up more in recent years because Atlanta has so many people that had to leave post-Katrina, and they resettled in Atlanta, and they didn't go back to New Orleans. So Atlanta, besides, like Bomani said, Washington, D.C., where you just have a giant African-American community that they just hate the Redskins because the Redskins didn't have any black players back in the day, and their owner was racist. So you have a huge contingent of people in Washington, D.C. that are, that are Cowboy fans. Atlanta is really the only place where there's a sizable population of your most hated rival in the city, and it just ramps up Saints Falcons to this glorious hate level that the rest of America just doesn't get. It's like our own little yeah. indie band that we all love that yeah. no one else knows about, and uh, I just love it. So you hate to see Atlanta, it. Eh? Atlanta, the Saints, it's, it's gotten <laughs> it's even it's gotten better lately. Yeah, it has. It really has. And I think them having uh, some LSU players on that team as well has definitely caught the interest of people as well. Um, one of the funniest things about Atlanta is that's the biggest bet I've ever lost in my life. I, uh, I The day that Drew Brees threw those f- a bunch of interceptions in New Orleans versus the Falcons. I don't know if you guys remember that game a couple years back. You talking about the, thir- the Thursday night five interceptions? Yeah, that, that I ended up walking yeah. 17, 17 kilometers home. Because uh, I refused to take a drive because of the money I lost to the guy that drove me. Um, yeah, I was just just beside myself. It was sickening the amount of money I lost in that game. And I just, I, you know, I, I never wavered. I was like, I still love Drew. But it's like your your kid does something just atrocious, and you have to be like, I still love you, but I can't look at you right now. Um, it was one of those yeah, moments hey, for me. Didn't he have the five picks and the intercept and the, and the touchdown consecutive game streak ended there too? Didn't yeah, it? yeah. 
It was all. It was all about. It was all about. Parade of horribles. Yeah, exactly. House of horrors. Um, Well, you know, I know you guys both got to get out of here, so let's get you guys out of here. Out of the teams in the NFL that you guys cheer for that are not the Saints, and I know it's hard to say you cheer for, but you watch them. They win. You're not upset when they win, or you kind of root for them. Um, Andrew, I'll start with you. Who's the team that you kind of cheer for? Well, personally, I never really understood this. Like I know, I know it's like, oh, this is my, that's my second team or that's my third team. I, to me, it's like I, I, I like the Saints, and then there's 31 teams I hate. You know, it's just like <laughs> to me, like I'm, I'm just a Saints fan. Period. End of story. But uh, I will say, I didn't have a huge problem with the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl last year. I kind of like Andy Reid. I kind of like Mahomes. That was my thing too. Yeah. And then I, I, yeah. I'll say more than the Chiefs, I would say it's the Titans. Um, and that's because I have tons of family in Tennessee. I, my, my family's mostly from New Orleans, but I have some from Memphis. And so, um, you know, just – and I know that they're not national, but I just think in general the Titans, like I have some family members who are fans of them, and they're also Tennessee Vol fans. So in general, I'm cool with the state of Tennessee. And so I, if there's one team that I would want to do well, it'd probably be the Titans. Fair enough, fair enough. What about you, Ralph? I like Andy Reid, so I, I even when he was in Philadelphia and their fans are just god awful. Like I've always liked awful. him, so um, I like Kansas City, and I wouldn't say necessarily that I root for them because they're they're good. So it's like I, I wouldn't say that, but like Andy said, Andrew said, I I did I was I was really happy that Andrew Andy Reid won because I think Sean Payton and Andy Reid are the two best offensive coaches of the last say thirty years. And it was good that he got it too. One team that I like, and I can't really explain it that well, is I kind of root for Cincinnati. Like, I like the Icky Shuffle back in the day, and they never win. Like, Marvin Lewis never won a playoff game, so he's got that kind of Jim Mora vibe going on. Um, so I kind of root for Cincinnati. Uh, I, I like their uniform, so I like them to do well. I kind of pay attention to them. They've had some LSU players, you know. They they had uh, I was gonna uh, say, they had, uh, the Joe Burrow thing definitely helps. Yeah, and now they and now they have Joe Burrow. So um, you know, I I, I kind of root for Cincinnati. They're kind of like my AFC. They're they're like my AFC team that I uh, that I keep tabs on and uh, and like and they and they are fucking hopeless because Mike Brown's terrible. He's gonna ruin <laughs> Joe Burrow. And I'm gonna hate him more. He's so cheap. He's gonna offer Joe Burrow a coke and sixty bucks to play his third season. It's insane. Um, yeah, you know, uh, for, for Justin and I, and, and uh, actually John, there was three of us, we all chose Baltimore, and it was pre-Lamar Jackson, obviously. From Just from, like, I actually like that Harbaugh brother, and I like when they had Anquan Bold in, and, like, just they play a different style of football from the Saints in the fact that they're pretty aggressive. They, they smack you in the mouth, and that NFC, or sorry, AFC North division is uh, it's a tough one to come out of. So it, it kind of parallels to the NFC South because it's so h- tough to come out of the NFC South. So I kind of cheer for them. And now that Mark Ingram and Willie Sneed are over there, you know, it's easy to cheer for those two guys and hope that they do well. But, uh, yeah, man, this was uh, absolutely – I know you guys are rushed for time. So, honestly, just thank you guys so much for coming on. Really appreciate your time. Before you guys leave, I got one question for you. Out of the four guys we got, AK, Ram, Marshawn, and Marcus, who's gone? One of those four is gone. Who's gone? Uh, I'll go Camara. I'll Yeah, Andrew, um, you're on that I one. Think, I, and I love Kamara. I want him to stay. You can't keep everyone. Um, but I just think the Saints, 
have always been able to find good running backs in the Sean Payton era. They, they were able to do it before Kamara. They'll be able to do it after Kamara. And I just, I, I just think it's bad business to pay a lot to a running back. Fair enough. Fair enough. What about you, Ralph? Yeah. Same, same thing. I go, I go back and forth between him and Marcus Williams. The only thing that makes me think a, AK might stay is Sean Payton has a soft spot for him, and that make that may be more likely to sign. But I just think when you look at all the things the Saints have to do, I think I think Alvin, I think Alvin Kamara is going to be amazing this year, and his, he's going to wait and he's going to bet on himself, and his price next off season is going to be ridiculous. Somebody's yep. going to give him what he wants because he's going to be awesome this year and help the Saints win a Super Bowl. Well, I'm hoping that with all the offensive weapons that he doesn't have to be that and that we're actually going to be in a good spot without him having to do extra. You know what I mean? He might still get 16 touchdowns, but his usage will be down because we're going to give everybody else a little bit to eat. Um, I don't want to pay Marcus Williams $50 million. I understand. You know, I understand he's a good player and, you know, he has a couple of bad splash plays that are going to stick out. But at the end of the day, $50 million at safety. That's that's a lot of money to be throwing out there, and that's what he's going to command. So for me, I want Marcus Williams to be the guy that's gone. I think we pay Ram first, Marsh on second, and I'm hoping AK takes like a David a David Johnson type of uh, 13 mil, 14 mil deal. But again, if he plays well, that might not be a possibility. Um, gentlemen, hopefully we can have you guys back on here sometime soon. Uh, thank you guys so much for stopping in. You guys have a great day. Stay safe, you know, socially distance and all that, and. Uh, Enjoy the enjoy the maple bourbon there over there, Ralph. <laughs> I will. Stay safe, Canada. <laughs> okay, take care, guys. Thanks, thanks Ryan. Appreciate no worries. Having us on now. No worries, man. Who dat? <laughs>